0: Wow. Wow, such a small world. And I still can remember the night you and I was talking. Such a beautiful thing. Finally get a chance to meet you. This is the original Sinbad backstage at the HBJF, the Hollywood Bowl Jazz Festival on a beautiful, sunshiny day here in L.A., California, talking to one of the greatest female vocalists ever to grace the jazz stage and any stage. Grammy-nominated singer, composer, and arranger, the beautiful, lovely Miss Carmen Lundy. Thank you.
1: Feet on the solid
2: ground.
1: No more crying, trials and tribulation. Just gonna lay my burden down, burn
2: down, burden down. Y'all.
1: I'm gonna lay my burden down. <laughs> I'm going to lay my burden down When I get my freedom Set my feet on Set my feet on the ground Sooner or later Sooner or later Everybody going to gather around No more crying Trails and tribulations Gonna lay my burden down. Burden
2: down. Burden down now. I'm
1: gonna lay my burden down.
0: A jazz friend, this is what she's most famous for. Making you and I feel good. And without further ado, here she is, right here. Hello there, young lady. Hello. How are you doing? Good to be with you. Good really to be here as well. Starting off, what was it like being back out there in front of a live audience? Wow, what a great starting question. Whoa,
3: okay. So you know, it's, a, it's an interesting thing. You know, I I have, um, I'm a subscriber to the Bowl, you know, the L.A. Phil. I go to the concerts. I got a beautiful box out there. It's a perfect okay. dead center, you know. And I've seen everybody. I've seen all the greats in the last 15 years, okay? <laughs> okay. So, you know, you sit there, and, I'm, and I thought, well, let me just treat this like a master class. Let me just come to this as though I'm in a master class, and I get to observe how they do it. What you know? What this vibe is like? What makes this such an iconic venue? I'm thinking all this, and I I think the last time I was here was a year ago when they did the Hollywood films. You know the, like the composers mm-hmm, and they do mm-hmm. that. Okay, so I'm thinking, all right, the next time I'm here, I'm gonna be on that stage. And I went home that night and I said, the next time I come to the Hollywood Bowl, I'm gonna be on that bandstand. But who knew we'd have a pandemic? Who knew it would take two and a half years? So I go from you know touring all over the planet never on this stage but touring touring and then the pandemic sets in we released modern Ancestor, modern the, the modern grammy An- nominated in 2019 and i performed that music once in new york at the jazz <laughs> standard it was december mm-hmm. uh, of 2019 and then we get the announcement that we got a grammy nomination right and then we sat and we sat for two and a half years. <laughs> so, I, by the, so when I get back to doing the music, I'm on the Hollywood Bowl stage. So I went from sitting mm-hmm. to coming to this stage. So to, when you ask me what does it feel like, it feels like ancestral blessings. It feels like I'm I'm finally arrived at that place that one aspires to for their entire career. Some of us get it earlier than others, but Hey, I'm happy for it. It's a gift to to be able to come to the stage with my own music. I'm singing my own songs. I'm singing songs that I've written, that I've composed. I've arranged them. I've recorded them. We have a new record uh, that we're planning to release in October. Mm -hmm. In October of the fall of this year, we'll have a new release, uh, 11 songs, three of which I sang today.
0: This would be... A great chance for all the people out there listening to you and me on the Mighty P podcast to hear some more of your beautiful music. This is the original Sinbad backstage talking to the true legend, Miss Carmel Lundy, at the first annual HBJF, the Hollywood Bowl Jazz Festival, right here, live at the beautiful Hollywood Bowl on a beautiful sunny day in Southern California.
1: Steps That leave their print To take you there With gentle lips With tender notes You make the word Come true And silent steps That leave their print To take you there In a note to go, calling, calling in a voice so strong, I got one more river to cross, I got one more river to cross. of rivers. I've known rivers. I've known rivers ancient as the world and older than the flow of human blood and human veins. My soul has grown deep like the rivers. I bathed in the Euphrates when dawns were young. I booked my hut in the Congo and it lulled me to sleep. I looked upon the Nile and raised the pyramids above it, And I've heard the singing of a Mississippi when Abe Lincoln went down to New Orleans. And I've seen its muddy bosom turn all golden in the sunsets. Oh, I've known rivers, ancient, dusky rivers. My soul has grown deep like the rivers. And I've got one more river to cross. I've got one more river to cross. Oh, love, love. I got one more hump to get over. print to take big hey one more half take it over i got one more Special we are. All... How do you stop the tears from falling? special you are, offerings of beauty.
0: Once again, this is the original Sinbad backstage talking to the beautiful, lovely, legendary Miss Carmel Lundy at the world famous Hollywood Bowl.
3: Three of which I sang today.
0: All right. And you know,
3: it's so funny because there's something liberating about being a composer mm-hmm. in jazz and in this time because the jazz singer is mostly associated with the evergreens, things that we already know, Mm -hmm. you know, that we've heard Ella do beautifully, and we've heard Sarah do, and we've heard Billy do. And all those songs are familiar to me, and I've recorded a bunch of them. But to come to the stage singing your own music, that's a huge risk. You know,
0: it is. So today, this is the first time in two years you've been in front of a live audience?
3: Uh, To be exact, Mm -hmm. I had... What I'm calling a paid rehearsal in Chicago oh, okay. about three weeks ago, hey. I was at Chicago Jazz Showcase mm-hmm. and that was my first concert. Oh, I wow. did and I did four nights. Mm-hmm. Listen to it. Four nights mm-hmm. eighty-five songs later, okay, after not singing for two years on a bandstand. What a trip. Uh, but I did make a record. Okay. So while we were in lockdown, I was busy writing and getting getting us geared up what would be our new release coming out this fall. That's what I love about
0: you so much is uh, the great stories you tell. You're great. I want to just take a moment out and go back to your earlier years. You were born in Miami. I am born in Miami, Mm -hmm. Florida, yes. You got your MB at the University of Miami. That's correct. University of Miami. mm -hmm. You moved off to New York? Yes, that's correct. And then did your first solo release. Let's talk about that.
3: That's right. So. When I was at, in the University of Miami, I switched from being a classical voice major, opera mm-hmm. major, mm-hmm. in like my sophomore year, because there was this great jazz department on the second floor of the music <laughs> school. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, I'm finding myself like you know kind of running up and down stairs. You mm-hmm. Know? Mm-hmm. And every Friday, they have these things called a jury, where you have to kind of do your classical thing for the, the whole faculty kind of thing, right? But they had a jazz jury, too. So I found myself doing both of them. So about the second year in, they allowed me to switch my major from classical opera to jazz. And I was the first vocalist in that jazz department. And now they have a vocal major because people like me went in there and said, this is what I feel like. So now I start meeting, you know, I get the job singing with the big band, the jazz, right? We go to Africa. We go to the Montreux Jazz Festival. I start meeting all these greats. I have a book with autographs from everybody from Count Basie to Milk Jackson. I still have my little book from when I went to the Montreal Jazz Festival in 1977. Okay. okay, that's when I met the executive of Columbia Records. Oh, He right. said, well, when you get to New York, you know, mm-hmm. I'm gigging every night, six nights a week in Miami for years, mm-hmm. okay? For seven years, I was doing that and putting myself through school. So he says that when you get to New York,
0: look me up I'm like okay and that was for real you that had actually was, done it when you got that that was for real so he just wasn't talking
3: so what, I, what happened was now I've got had this little goal mm-hmm. now this, this guy said look him up so I made a little demo mm-hmm. at Criteria Studios if you know you know if you know little stuff you know the back history then you know the Criteria's of famous recordings. Aretha a there James Brown yes, yes. I did a background I record for James Brown background singing so he says look me up so I get there with my demo no go okay so he says well i would like something else Can you show me something else right so i come in there again and i bring him another demo nothing mm-hmm. right so this is like fast forward like four years five years mm-hmm. six years has passed in new york and i'm singing every night somewhere anybody that would hire me okay, right just so, busy. I go, so this time i was able to put some change together and go into rudy van Gelder studios and make another demo for Columbia. Mm-hmm. I had eight songs. Bobby Watson did my horn arrangements. Okay. John Fattis lead trumpet. The
0: great John Fattis. I mean, Fattis.
3: As a, yes, the great John, <laughs> John Fattis. My brother Curtis on bass. Oh, yeah. Victor Lewis on drums. Oh, killing the record. The lineup. Harry Line the lineup. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I go in here. I think I had five originals mm-hmm. and three standards. So George, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not going to say his last name. He's like, oh, well, you know, so what can you say, Mm -hmm. right? I did it at Van Gelder Studios, everything. Well, I thought I had everything locked up, dock and barrel. Didn't go for it. They didn't go for it. So guess what we did? We took my little demo and put it out ourselves.
0: Now let's stop right there and show the entire world what that young man missed out on by not signing you right there on the spot in that precise moment. Now here is some more beautiful music from the lovely Miss Carmel Lundy right here on the Mighty P podcast with the original Sinbad talking to her backstage at the world famous one and only Hollywood Bowl at the very first one of a kind HBJF the Hollywood Bowl Jazz Festival so kick back, relax and continue to enjoy the beautiful music and this great one of a kind interview
1: neighbor, I'm not the enemy. I'm your sister in a global family. Let me live my life and you can live yours respectfully. Life is much too short to hold a grudge. And I'm in a minute, man,
0: again my jazz friend here is miss carmel lundy explaining to you just how she got started in this business
3: for it they didn't go for it so guess what we did we took my little demo and put it out ourselves and it stayed on the billboard chart for 23 weeks good morning kiss my first recording
0: now did that young man kick himself in how many times (laughs) Well, let's see if we can (laughs) (laughs) can look him up, (laughs) dig him up. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, because I know he got to regret it. You know, I wanted to ask you, because you write songs that always tell great stories and have meanings. Like uh, when I was thinking about a moment ago off your uh, uh, Modern Ancestor CD, It's Time for Peace. And I'm looking at 2019 when that CD came out. Fast forward to 2022 and we're talking about June uh, January 19, George Floyd, such a timely song. Uh, can you, uh, you know, backtrack for a moment and tell the audience what brought that song to your heart and what made you arrange and, <sighs> and do a song like that? I'm going to do my best to explain it. We as
3: artists come to center stage, okay, just like I was there. and. My one little soul, my little tiny little being, mm-hmm. is out there expressing myself to tens of thousands of people, okay? okay? So you pick up things, you feel things, your spirit and their spirit as, as one. Mm-hmm. An audience can have one person, and if they're listening, you got an audience, okay? You got, an audience, you, got you can have a million people mm-hmm. listening, you got an audience. Mm-hmm. But there's things that you walk away with as an artist. You take things away from what people. I've traveled the world, and and seen different cultures and observed this unified element that seems to be prevalent no matter where I go okay okay so there's a way if you're willing to in your observation to take that truth or those observations and hone them into what what is es- the essence of that truth so a lot, of, a lot of disconnect has been occurring in our planet we've had diseases that never occurred we've so had a true. lot of things so that occurred true. so the artist's role is to find a way to harness that and and simplify it in a way through a melody through a lyric to convey a reality now did i know when i wrote <laughs> <laughs> that would <we'll> be <laughs> when in this I, when i recorded a timely movie did i know that it would be timely this is one of those things that an artist gets to question about what is that a vision mm-hmm. who knows what it is mm-hmm. but you have to be true to that feeling and that's part of a gift and you don't question those things okay don't question well how did i know don't question it. i'm grateful for whatever those things are mm-hmm. that kind of fuse yeah. and become these ideas the time for peace burden down i didn't know how many you know um i just didn't know but what the album title is Modern Ancestor. Modern Ancestor. So Ancestor. I was already mm-hmm. drawing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from the history lessons, from the observing what a people, how a people has suffered for centuries behind something that still makes no sense. Yeah. Feel, okay.
0: It goes on today.
3: And so I can sing about love. Mm-hmm. I could I sing uh, to you about, uh, you know, I could sing you a beautiful love oh, song right something now. Something to when believe I it?
0: It in. I mean, that's my favorite one. You tell me that that song uh, came from your mom. So amazing? Uh, no, something to believe in. Something to believe in. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I wrote love that, that tune one. back in
3: the 80s. Mm-hmm. I wrote that tune when I was in New York, and my mother loved that <laughs> tune. And you tell your
0: mother, I love it as well. That's, that's one of the most beautiful it. songs in the world. Thank you. It really is. Thank you. Matter of fact, let's play it right now. Here is something to believe in.
1: Night left with only my
2: memories.
1: My spirit was lost. I had fought my last fight and had struggled in vain. There was nothing at all in my world that
2: I could be sure
1: of. That's when you took my hand and taught me to trust again.
0: The original Sinbad is talking to a true jazz legend, backstage at the Hollywood Bowl. The lovely, beautiful Miss Carmel Lundy.
3: As a matter of fact, Myra is originally from Havana, Cuba, and uh, Myra and I met in 1976 in Miami, and we've been playing together ever since. What do you think of that?
1: Somebody to love
2: me now. I'm taking a chance
1: to get some romance. Cause a little, little love goes a long, long way. And tomorrow's gonna be a lovely day. I need love to help me chase my blues away. And tomorrow's gonna. Help from
3: somebody, you know. Help me out a little bit here. A day. Does anybody know anybody that's looking for somebody that needs somebody that's no love? What are you laughing at? I'm serious. At 15. I really wasn't. Perhaps at 25. I was working on it, but it's not quite. Oh yeah. Look at me now. I think I'm still working it. I think I can work it.
1: Maybe I can show you a lovely day.
3: That's if you give me a little bit. I'm not into this internet thing. You're the youngest member in the group, right?
1: (laughs) Maturity counts for a lot, doesn't it? But Robert, you're just so
3: fine with all that hair and all that... I mean, but look at the possibilities up here.
0: That's what I love about this young lady. She's always been true to her word. She told us earlier in the interview that she really knew how to do it and do it right. She knew how to sing love songs. And there you have one right there. A beautiful song. Send me someone to love. Love that one. And, of course, you listen to the beautiful voice of Miss Carmel Lundy backstage at the famous Hollywood Bowl on a beautiful, sunshiny day right here in L.A., California. Now, let's talk some more about how you First got started, your first taste in what we call this great John of music, J A Double Z, because like we understand, you got started such at such a very young age. Tell us more about that.
3: Thank you. And that's the other thing. I've written now about a hundred, maybe t- almost 200. Okay. Oh, wow. So when I come to the stage, mm-hmm. it's like, what do I do with the audience? And I don't know if my audience has followed me through my entire career. You, you just said something to believe in. I haven't even sung that song in maybe 10 years. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really, I, I kind of go, wow, well, what do I choose? So what I'm doing now, I think, mm-hmm. is. Calling on maybe this record, Modern Ancestors, mm-hmm. the one that's coming out. Actually, the Wrist Singing song. I knew people didn't know those songs tonight. Mm-hmm. Three of those songs, but I'm taking a chance mm-hmm. that the audience will come and join in and discover my journey over time. Because now there's a whole bunch of music out here, and I'm hoping that you know God willing that I'll stay strong and I'll stay in a vocal place you know healthy where I'll be able to continue and people will come along and start singing along with me that's my joy. Can we talk joy. about
0: one more that really blew me away from that Ancestor, Modern Ancestor the CD uh... Jazz on TV <laughs> 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 she told the story on the radio tonight and I tell myself uh, okay I need to make sure I got this one recorded so could you tell the listening audience uh, that Okay, you know, got some so, time to tell
3: that one? you know at the end of the day you know, especially living in Los Angeles for these mm-hmm. few years now, for this pat more than ten years, I appreciate this is the industry, this is a, the entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. Okay. When I was a kid, I can remember my first time <laughs> I saw a sister on T V was on Ed Sullivan. Yeah,
0: okay. Okay. Yeah, it's so true.
3: Barbara McNair. Mm-hmm. You remember her? Yes, ma'am. No, okay. sure so beautiful I can sister rem- yes, I can remember being maybe ten or twelve years old going, <gasps> that's what I wanna do. Mhm. Last, but okay so over time then we had johnny carson when the tonight show was he was the host mm-hmm. and he would sit and talk with sarah mm-hmm. you know you would see him talking to these greats so i'm thinking well what happened where did all the great jazz artists go where's the televi- where is the promotional visual representation of me so i i think at the end of the day, year two, year 10. And then we got, remember when, when Branford Marcellus was the man? I was like, great, that was my generation. Kenny Kirkland was mm-hmm, my mm-hmm, piano player. Yep. So I was like, great, this is the hookup. So, and then that didn't produce what I thought it was in terms of a greater um, uh, exposure oh, yeah, for jazz, of this end oh, yeah. of the industry. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with it? <laughs> Maybe we make everybody else look like they don't know what they're doing. Because mm-hmm. the virtuosity mm-hmm. is so prevalent throughout every era of our music, that maybe when we set it alongside some of the other popular forms, there's a certain kind of um, serious cultural depth that maybe we're not necessarily um, conditioned to support. I don't know. I'm making this up as I talk to you. Jazz on TV? so. Now I'm doing Modern Ancestors, and I wanted to do a little tribute to Jerry Allen. Okay. Okay. Beautiful. (laughs) Because Jerry and I did Mm a tune on my album. uh, I think the album was Come Home. I can't remember right now. Don't quote me. And I wanted to do a tribute to her because she's a dear friend. We've done many tours together, and we lost her. Yes, we did. So I'm working on this tune, kind of revamping the tune we did together, Mm -hmm. and my producer said, You've already done that why why you already done that. it's already out there for people to hear why don't you t- why don't you write something about you You're always complaining about that there's old jazz on TV. why don't you write about that I'm like, what huh? in the middle of this idea and you want me to pull the plug <laughs> on that so i said okay fine i'm mm-hmm. gonna i'm gonna s- accept this challenge mm-hmm. and see if i can express my questions about what happened to this music and why can't we get this on TV, and the rest is history. I mean, this tune, this tune is, is it's fun, 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 fun to it's listen artists. to. Mm-hmm. What's up with that, you know?
0: Yes, my jazz brothers and sisters, this truly is a pleasure. The original Sinbad backstage at the Hollywood Bowl talking to the legendary jazz great, jazz sensation, the lovely Miss Carmen Lundy. We was talking about jazz on TV. Without further ado. Let's not talk about jazz on TV. Let's simply kick back, relax, and enjoy the tune from that modern ancestor CD. This is Jazz on TV. This is real, bona fide jazz history. Looking
1: for jazz on TV. Tune in, tune out, streaming, dreaming. I'm gonna be a star.
3: On game shows where even losers win. On a good day in LA.
1: Late night, tonight. Bearded host, no women, no doubt. Staying up all night till a quarter to three. Looking for jazz on TV. Ooh. What's happening with that? That freedom sound is where it's at. Brothers and sisters,
3: and hipsters. Everything's melody Here okay, baby I ain't talking smooth uh, That ain't never been cool Please got a swing Or it don't mean a thing
1: Keeping it real Sing it up A quarter to three. Yeah, yeah. Looking for jazz on TV. That the air has come and gone. Believe me, baby, you got it wrong. I witnessed got yeah, plenty of blues. But where's that sound? That sound that makes freedom ring. Look at the beat to the beat of music, the beat of music, and the beat of swing. Ride that timber with some beat screaming guitars. On top of a bebop bar, turn up the heat. And train and Miles, back on the block. Ella, Bird, and Sarah, around the clock, keeping it real. Staying up all night till the quarter to three. Yeah, yeah. Staying up all night. Till a quarter to three All night Till a quarter to three Yeah, yeah Looking for jazz On TV In history, everyone deserves their chance to live a life of joy and harmony. While the world just keeps on spinning, tomorrow starts a new beginning, a time for Imagine all things possible
0: a class all by itself always keeping it real and leading by example it is the most unique sound ever created heard right here on the then mighty we P. the, the podcast with the original sinbad oh boy what a beautiful time we're having here backstage at the world-famous Hollywood Bowl, talking to the legendary Miss Carmel Lundy. What a beautiful interview. Hope you enjoy what you've heard so far. We've still got some more great stuff to be coming up real shortly because this interview is not done as of yet. But in the meantime, hope you enjoyed that double shot from Miss Carmel Lundy. We heard two of my all-time favorites from that young lady, jazz on TV and a time for peace. Kick back, relax, and continue to enjoy yourself because there's more to come. Once again, backstage at the Hollywood Bowl, talking to the lovely Miss Carmel Lundy.
3: I don't know. I just, I just, and then, you know, being kind of a a grandchild, if you will, of Ella, Mm -hmm. and understanding and being a student of music, we talked about that earlier, and actually knowing the history, swing, bebop, and everything like that. So I'm like, I'm going to actually call on that. I'm going to talk about, in this song, I'm actually going to mention these great bleep Bert, bird ella sarah miles you know back on the block referring to quincy
0: jones, quincy jones.
3: and and see if i can't get the listener to actually go yeah
2: you know yeah. what mm-hmm.
0: that's what it done to me i said oh okay you are putting uh, song to thought words to action and that's why I said, first of all the, the title itself has such a tremendous hook Jazz Jazz on, on TV. TV. Well, she's, I got I, I to play this one. <laughs> Thank you for playing it. <laughs> yeah, you got to play this one. And,
3: and when you listen, you go, wait a minute. This yeah. is she's and, I mean, I'm talking the truth, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, but it yes. Was, it was the challenge. It. And I didn't it. sit down and go, you know, one week, two, three, you know, it didn't take me a long mm-hmm. time. Because I think all these things had already kind of mm-hmm. built up anyway, and I already had these thoughts. But the challenge then became how to set them to the music how to set that lyric mm-hmm. in such a way and then give it space so it's like you feel like you got your remote going like no mm-hmm. no nah, nah, you know
0: you're like no no, n- no. It, it <laughs> so i made you go look for jazz on tv yes put and i thought in your mind that's when ex- have the last time i saw jazz on tv i said the young lady she nailed it
3: thank you You did. thank you and now we'll give it up to batiste okay okay
0: mm-hmm.
3: he is stepping up mm-hmm. and during the, some of those runoffs they play and they play off and go to the commercials mm-hmm. a lot i recognize a lot of those tunes he's playing i recognize a lot of those tunes mm-hmm. now those are straight up compositions from a any particular era in the music I would say prior to the 80s I would say maybe even so maybe even after that but I'm gonna give it up to Baptiste for for at least you know stepping in right, right. and
0: covering a lot of that and answering that question Uh, a lot of people don't know this besides your great music you also have your fantastic artwork you know it's been displayed and exhibited in some of the wonderful places all around the world you know like the Jazz Gallery in Soho right in LA at the bakery uh, here uh, well, that, has that been like as an experience? Also, being a musician on stage and doing artwork. The artwork was born out of
3: inspiration. A dear friend of mine was an art dealer, mm-hmm. and when I would go after leaving Miami and visiting home, mm-hmm. I would hang at his home for for so many times I can't count on. Sometimes I'd wake up and I'd be staring at some Dutch master's painting, or I'd <laughs> be I'd be looking at a Maracasada over here and a Zuni over there, and and it was my way of thanking him for exposing me to the artwork, okay. so I decided to just, mm-hmm. you know, I was on a tour doing Sophisticated Ladies, which is uh, a Broadway show that was based on Duke Ellington's yes, history. I remember that so one. So I was on in a European tour, mm-hmm. so I thought, I'm going to be on the road for six months. I need to find something to do when I'm not performing. on the stage, okay. right, performing. Okay. So I decided to just go out and buy a little starter, like watercolors, mm-hmm. and I would just In the afternoons, I would go to these places, these parks, these beautiful places uh, in Europe, and I would just start sketching. So it really started with that. And when I got back after that tour, I had a serious meltdown because you go from hitting every night. I went 29 shows in a row before we had a day off. You hit like that every night, and then you have a break. Downtime. Yeah, the Mm -hmm. downtime. So the Mm downtime I used to Mm -hmm. continue
0: that. So now you you picked the great profession for your ground uh, downtime because you do great work and it's been enjoyed Thank by you. many people you know before I close I want to ask you something else what advice would you give to young people trying to enter into this line of work because it is real work it really is I tell young people all the time show business is like, it's like that's why they call it show business it's, it's a two-wordy thing. And I say, mm-hmm. it's your business, yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> you got to work it at it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you,
3: and, and don't expect for everything to just happen, like, you know, you're on American Idol one night and the next day, <laughs> you're a star. Okay. That, that occurs in this modern-day cu- culture. But you've got to know that when you're working on a craft, okay. it takes time to develop that. Uh, certain, certain skills, for example, the athlete... The athlete starts young, and you develop over time, and you become incredibly proficient at your so true. sport. Right, mm-hmm. your athleticism. Yeah. It takes time. But then time takes over. Yes. And you can't do that when you're 65 and no. 70 anymore. Just the way don't Not fun. when the way you did it when you were, you know, a kid. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to know that in this, you have to be fully dedicated and understand that what comes in the first, maybe the first phase of your growth is is what your foundation is and that's what's going to give you your stability and your strength and your confidence and your understanding your knowledge music is a vast the knowledge base is vast and no nobody is great is not going to be knowing everything okay this is a lifetime of a of a experience okay so you got to know go in go in with your heart first and know that you gotta apply yourself, put the time in, and guess what? People notice you. Pay they deal, hear yeah. it. Do you see that young today? I've got a 23-year-old. Yeah, I that, saw that. When we yeah. made Modern Ancestors, mm-hmm. he was all a 20, 19 years old.
0: Okay. Okay. We talked about that. You she sh- sh- yeah, so was Yes. did. Yes. So quite pr- proud of, him then he's still with you today.
3: Now but he's 23, and he's on the on the bold stage for the
0: first time. It took me. It speaks volumes, though. I mean, he did not give up. See, I guess, that's what we we're talking about, right? And I take that. Longevity hanging in there, you've got mm-hmm.
3: to be you've got to believe understand in yourself. that this is something that you there's a belief system mm-hmm. and there's a support system, mm-hmm. and they go together. Yeah, and if you believe in yourself, well.
0: you will be supported. Okay, you know, thank you so much for granting me this interview. You had a beautiful day, and I enjoyed myself out there listening to you. So, you thank know, but you. I always want to meet you because it's funny th- to meet someone, talk with them on the radio. But I'm a vi- I'm a very, very big fan of you. That's why I can name all your songs because as a DJ, when I played your music. The phone always ringed. So they let me know there's something about this lady. Because even when I played you know, jazz on the radio, they thought I was talking, making up a, a DJ phrase. I told them, no, this is a song. <laughs> and I, when I played a song, I was something to believe in. It's like a Christmas tree. The song light up. People tell me and told me how beautiful that song was. I tell folks all the time. I'm just a guy to play the music. It doesn't have nothing to do, do with me. It's the artist, and whether or not you appreciate what they do, and everything I play about you, always light that foam up. One more river to cross, because people call in and tell me what that song means to them, how it moves them, and what story it tells to them. So all the songs I've ever played by you always has some type of story and a beautiful meaning. All day, all night. <laughs> and as a DJ I know all I have is the CD I'm not the one doing the scene I'm not the one doing the arranging and producing but when it comes down to you I've never I'm, this is all out of honesty I've never played anything by you that someone did not call up and ask me about and it's always been very odd to me because you, you play everybody you play the L you play all but I tell myself you know what it is she has that gift she has that very unique voice she has that very degree of arranging things. Just like it caught your ear, it also catches made of other people's ears. So I say this out of all understanding wow. and sincereness. It's true. Wow. When I tell people, some, certain people got this voice and make a song, like Marvin Gaye, for instance. That song, What's Going On Will Forever. I don't yes. care where you go. That's you right. can go to the moon. That song will follow you there. And that's the way it is with Lundis music. It seems to follow people no matter where they go. That is a God-given gift some people are great and talented but they don't cross that threshold where well, they make songs that will never die you've been gifted with that
3: wow well thank you for, for it's the truth
0: thank you for this that's why i came today i think i came here for this interview yeah. uh, thank I you so much for giving me. no, no, thank no. You. You, 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 you that's a god-given talent that you have. your music is fabulous thank you, you. know like you say you uh, couldn't remember a song something to believe in as a dj when i need when i need a song to catch the audience yes. I reach for one of your songs Because once they hear that song They're going to stay with me mm. They tell me that We're afraid to turn the dial Now because we're afraid We may miss something But it took that song Or something that you Played or recorded To get them hooked And I said In wow. another four hours I may play some anything off the wall But I know why they turn in Because I played that Karma Lundy song That's insane
3: no, Thank fa- you
0: It's a fact Thank, Thank you so much you for granting this interview. I'm excited about going wow. back and playing it on the radio. and
3: You're going to love the new one.
0: We're gonna, yes. Fade to Black, one. right? Okay. We'll talk Fades about that black. and we'll plug it. Okay. And when you get it out there, give me a call and we'll do the same thing. Okay. Do. Okay? Okay. Love you. Take, Take care. Sure, there you have it, my jazz brothers and sisters, all my jazz friends out there. You heard it first right here, an extraordinary interview brought to you by the Mighty P, the podcast, and the original Sinbad. Designed for your ear holes only. Here at the Mighty P we're always trying to do something to uplift you and most of all keep you connected to the jazz world. Cause without your support, your love and dedication, jazz really wouldn't be alive. Talking to Carmen Lundy on a beautiful sunshiny day in Los Angeles, California. It was hot my jazz friends, but I still enjoyed myself. We was outdoors in the lawn on the sidewalk on the tent when I done this interview. Couldn't have picked a perfect spot, a better spot to do such an interview with such a lovely young lady, Miss Carmen Lundy. And of course, she's right. She got a brand new CD coming out real soon. As soon as it hit the market, hit the airways, get pressed and printed, you would hear it right here on the Mighty P. It's entitled Fade to Black. Don't go away because coming up later on in the program, right here on the Mighty P podcast, I've got some more interviews for you. I'll uh, just throw out a couple of names for you. It's going to be Ozzy Lawrence Experience, and of course, we'll also be talking to Lyle Taser's band. They all performed at the same event at the Hollywood Bowl, at the Hollywood Bowl Jazz Festival, formerly known as the Playboy Jazz Festival. The very first one, it was the inception of a great performance by so many. We also heard from Greg Reporter, he was there as well, the group Tower of Power. There's so many that performed. Both days, Saturday and Sunday, the Roots crew was there. They showed out and showed up. But, of course, all those interviews are up and coming right here on the Mighty P. So, take tune for that. Keep listening and always enjoy yourself. Remember, what I tell you guys here at the Mighty P, it's true. Dream big, work hard, and never give up. You, too, can make it happen. Again, thank you, Miss Carmel Lundy, for gracing us with your elegance. And thank you, my jazz friends, for listening. It was a beautiful time. I enjoyed myself talking with you. And most of all, I enjoyed sharing The love of jazz with you. You take care, we'll talk soon. Now here's the song that started all for Karma Lundy. This is the song that gave her career that big boost it needed. This is Good Morning Love, right here on the Mighty P the podcast. Thank you.
1: See? Bye-bye. and far Make a wish Take a chance And you'll always know What it feels like To be free To dance the dance Keep an open mind Love will lead you there When you give a smile to someone They will know you care Make a wish Take a chance Then you'll always know what it feels like to be fine Start. read between the lines, discover who you are, make a wish, take a chance, then you'll always know what it feels like to be free today. feeling so beautiful you- Moment you open your eyes They say that heaven is far beyond the sky and far beyond the seven seas And this beautiful feeling I'm feeling so fulfilling So beautiful You lift me up when I'm feeling blue A love so special There can never ever be another love like you Is it all in my
2: mind?
1: Is it fantasy? Or a daunting reality? Today begins future in love with you, and it's such a beautiful feeling, so fulfilling, so
2: beautiful.
1: Mixes glory with her pain, and her wife brain doesn't have a clue.
3: She's a walking cold
1: living in the rhythm of life, living by the light of midnight. Walking cold. the stars in trendy bars, want a trip to Mars, where the nightlife never
2: ends,
1: it's just a matter of time before her beautiful mind to go out on a limb, her heart will stop and never begin again. Says glory with her pain, in her wired brain doesn't have a clue.
2: She's walking clueless, mm-hmm.
1: living in the rhythm of life.